It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 42. Minute 42 starts with Kermit ready to start the second part of his plan and ends with a Kermit the Frog walking to his table at Sardi's. <laughs> oh god i can't wait to talk about his disguise because this is probably one of my favorite kermit um get-ups ever it's a great get-up <laughs> certainly is oh geez uh but it starts with uh kermit enlisting the help of some rats for the second part of his plan yeah and uh and, and talking to jenny about the uh you know about what, what's coming next so um, he asked Jenny to draw a picture of him, and mm-hmm. then he asked, he's a little—he's rather bossy about it too. He is. He is now. <laughs> I guess I she's already know, offered to help. She's offered to help, and yeah. she's—I I don't know if we've ever seen any artistic abilities from her. I guess drawing-wise, we we know she. I guess I think if you're a fashion designer, you probably artistic. have some sort of artistic um, right. Ability, but it doesn't necessarily translate to like portraiture. Character, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, obviously she's very talented, as she we is. will see. Uh, but yeah, for him to assume that again makes me think that he already knows that she can draw, which oh. means there's lots of lots of scenes that we haven't seen between yeah. these two. Just interesting. They, Just well, saying. you can't assume they spent a good amount of time together. I mean, right. Jenny, they seem like they're very good friends at this point. So Jennings seems to be a person who's friendly with everybody, but may not have a lot of friends. Yeah, I I would agree with that assessment. Yeah, and, like, I feel like she's yeah. found a little bit of a kindred spirit in Kermit, which yeah. is very sweet. Oh, nice. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then and then Kermit asks uh, if if they've ever heard of a whisper campaign. So mm-hmm. this is yeah. all part of our part of the second part of his plan. Yep. And we'll see. What was the first part again? The first part was um, was getting it into the uh, getting the the, the thing, the the play into the hands of the producers. Right. 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 Which then got um, thrown into the garbage bin. Yeah. The crazy disguise that he wore and was all eh, just reminding our listeners in case, you know, that was several weeks ago. It was. That was. Anyway. Uh, so we, that, that really wraps up the diner. They're getting the second part of the plan into play. And then we fade over to a restaurant called Sardi's and, Mm -hmm. uh, we see Kermit head inside. So let's talk a little bit about Sardi's. Um, Sardi's, uh, has the distinction of being the birthplace of the Tony award. Uh, so Sardi's is a, is a famous place for Broadway folk. Um, it's, it's, they, they've always catered to the, to the Broadway crowd, Broadway actors, producers, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually opened in 1927. And uh, then the business uh, kind of, or no, yeah, it opened in March of 1927. And then business kind of slowed down for a while there. Um, and, the owner, Vincent Sardi, he sought a gimmick to attract customers. 
And he remembers that he was in this Parisian restaurant. And at this Parisian restaurant, the walls were decorated with movie star caricatures. And it was their gimmick. And he thought, hey, let's recreate this at my restaurant, Sardi's. So he did that with uh, famous movie stars, focusing on the Broadway crowd. And over a per- period of time, he was able to bring in like the Broadway crowd. He catered to them, gave, stayed open late, things like that, and, and brought them. And so he had a lot of the Broadway um, uh, stage actors and everything. And it became, then became the hip place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in uh, let's see, 1946... Um, there was a meeting in there. There was a luncheon at Sardi's and, um, these two, uh, um, uh, people in the theater industry, they're the one of the producers and directors and stuff. They decided to come up with a theater award and that was called the, the Tony award. And so for years they actually had the, the nominations at Sardi's and everything. That's where the nominations were announced and all that. And in Sardi, Vincent Sardi Sr., um, the original owner of the restaurant, actually received a special Tony Award in 1947. And so that was uh, a thing. So wow. it's always had this like mystique of being this, this uh, Broadway-type place. I have a question for you, maybe, yeah. in your research. Do you know who the artist is who did all the caricatures? I'm assuming it's the same person. Uh same person as no there's been a few different ones um okay i i did not take down his name but i did read it in the research but it started off as this one um i think it was an italian immigrant um and he hired this person and the same person did it for the first few decades and i think it wasn't until like the 70s that they got a new artist i think it would be interesting to go see sardis now and like see which ones have been replaced, you know, and like the new, the new pictures, like, right, I think that's cool. Right. Like you see everywhere, like even nowadays when you say go to like a pizza parlor, like an old time pizza parlor, even in like LA, I'll see it where there's tons of like headshots of actors, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they, that's like a thing, like, or like, I remember like, like the dry cleaners in lots of sitcoms do it. Like they'll just have the headshots of actors. Um, but this this seems unique because it's not like headshots. It's like these actual drawings were done, uh, which kind of makes it like almost like a gallery, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's you're not just going and looking at photos like you're looking at art. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. And I've actually been to New York several times. I've never eaten at Sardi's. Uh, I've never been there. Uh, but it's you know, it's one of those things that I probably would be really interested to see because of all the art. I mean, I love I love caricature. I think it's probably one of the hardest things to do mm-hmm. um in ter- especially in terms of doing portraits yeah uh, so i just i find that fascinating i would really like to know who the artist is but you know maybe we'll figure it out down the road and you Al- never know if Alex- you guys know let us know i have it. alex guard was the original oh cool oh cool okay so he did the one like would it would hit would these be his drawings or Run- would, would it have changed by now so um it was a Russian refugee, Alex Gard. He actually passed away in 1948, excuse me. So he only did them for the first couple decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some of his are still hanging there for sure. Um, and then they went on to, you know, 
different, you know, line of different artists. I think there were a few different ones since then, obviously. Right. Um, but they try, it looks like they tried to keep the same one for a while. They had, um, the same guy did it from 1948 to 1974. And it looks like the one from night that, that was, uh, started in 1974 still does it. His name's, uh, Richard Baratz. Barats. Well, look at that. You were able to figure it out. I'm very go. impressed. Yeah, look at yeah, that. Yeah, On the yeah. fly. I love it. Yeah. Uh, that's so, cool. As of 2005, there's reportedly more than 1,300 caricatures on display. Wow. So this must be a bigger place than it looks. In this, yeah, I uh, think there's a couple floors. Yeah, wow. Now. Okay. Well, that's um, really cool. Also, one just a little interesting note. Um, this came out of an interview with Playbill. On the day Jimmy Cagney died, his caricature was stolen from Sardi's wall. Since then, when drawings are done, the originals go into a vault and two copies are made. One goes to the subject of the drawing and the other up on the Sardi's wall. Yeah, that's a good call. I feel like that might happen more often than you think. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah, that's a good thing that they did that. I mean, anyway. who who would take one of the caricatures off the wall? Who would do such a thing? I mean, what? not the most the most pure, ethical, uh, fictional character known to man. Yeah, no, Cer- certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> but you know, anyway, um, let's get back to Muppets. Okay, so Kermit comes in to Sardi's in his uh, disguise. <laughs> My first question was, why is he wearing rings on his fingers, Nick? Like, he's holding his coat closed with his little green hands that you shouldn't be able to see, right? But he's taken the trouble to give his hands, like, like rings, like, like costume pieces, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's just very confusing. I mean, I know later when he takes the coat off, he, like, he kind of becomes Kermit, so maybe he actually like, has to use his hands. So I guess it makes sense. But they did all this work on this amazing outfit. Like, don't you think they could have made little handles like on the inside of his lapels so that he doesn't have to like hold them with his, his hands. It wouldn't be as funny. I I know. I understand that. Well, it wouldn't be as funny. And and I'd argue that it would be more strange to not see his hands. Oh, you think his hands could still go down through the sleeves. Okay. I mean, I think to an outside uh, person, he shouldn't have teeny hands like coming out. You know, True. like his hands should be in his sleeves. Like I guess, I guess some people hold their coats closed that way. So maybe you can assume that he's just yeah, like kind of. That's what I'm thinking. Is that what you're thinking? Okay. He just has uh, it over his shoulders and he's cold, so he's holding it. Yeah. I, I guess so. It still looks odd to me, so I get it. But it's just, it's very funny, and I don't know. I just love his mustache. Well, I think it looks odd because the the hands don't move, and it looks like they're glued onto the jacket. But right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I just like I can't get over the ring, like the detail that they were like, let's put a ring on his teeny tiny little frog finger. Like, no, no are you saying that in 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 the designer? Like, yeah. View, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. not in real movie life here. No, like, why I mean, did Kermit decide to do it, or why did the, the, no, no, the puppeteers no. I mean, decide like, to do it? Like I said, in the in the actual movie, yeah. the coat eventually comes off, and he has to use his arms. Yeah. So I get it. 
I get it. But like in terms of the actual design of the of the costume, like the fact that they actually did that right. makes me laugh because it was it's just such a tiny, random, unnecessary detail. Totally but unnecessary. It, ad- it adds so much because I noticed it and I laughed like I laughed so hard. I don't know. I'm like, I'm just the ring on his finger makes me laugh so much. Anyway. Oh, my God. It's funny. OK, his walk, by the way, this is I mean, obviously, this is Jim at right. Jim's best. This little saunter that he's doing and he's just the way he's like, hmm, hmm, is so freaking funny. I don't like I, I, I it's beyond description. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, we always love when Kermit tries to be an adult like in a like, like a real a human. human. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how he thinks. That's how he thinks humans talk. Yep. <laughs> He's so funny. That's like his idea. What would I sound like if I were to come in here dressed like a producer? This is what I would sound like. It's just so funny. Yeah. I mean, the best the best thing about the Muppets when, when they do gags like this is that they write it in a way like, what would a 12-year-old do if they were impersonating an adult? Right. And, and that's, exactly. that, that's the angle that they take. And it's so good. Exactly. Like they, they don't they have no idea how to actually behave like a human grown up. Uh, it's very funny. And I do love the, the another. This is yet another hilarious example of the people just not noticing anything is amiss. Like yeah. as long as he's on top of like these rats and he's like the proper human <laughs> height, no one is going to question that this is like a man coming in. I mean, like they do know he's a frog. Like later they say, oh, he's a frog. Right. So, but but nobody is is questioning this as strange. Like he's even like, don't look up, don't look up, yeah. and you think every everyone's gonna be looking at this crazy character walking through, but nobody is looking up. Yeah, like, nobody cares, and I think that's just like it's just such a funny little detail. They're like these people who aren't Broadway people, like they're here for like sightings, right? Like mm, that's why they true. come here, to, like spot the celebrities in the wild. And I mean, I, I get it. <laughs> he's like nobody is gonna recognize him, but like he looks odd enough that he might be one of those guys that you turn to your your lunch uh, friend and like, who's that guy? He's got to be somebody, right? Like, you know, and we know we see how this all plays out, but I just think it's funny how nobody notices him. There is one part that like where he, do you, do you notice where like the, I guess the rats kind of jostle around in there. Yeah. And Kermit where? looks down. Um, the second 46. Yeah. A little bit. Like the it looks like like you know the, the yeah, yeah. jacket like boom boom and he looks down like yeah. somebody kicks yeah is, is that in re- I don't have my my audio on is that in response to something he said reservation or, for me <laughs> oh you're listening to it <laughs> oh the uh, okay the rat sneezes at that point okay oh he that's says that right. you that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like and again the waiter nothing is amiss like no. he doesn't seem to care it's just very funny do you know who plays this waiter by the way oh do or I the know major, who plays the, 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 the maitre d', I the suppose. The maitre d' is uh, that is the uh, great Michael Connolly. Mm. I don't know how great he really is, but um, Connolly it's familiar. He uh, auditioned for the Metropolitan Opera Company and performed in Gilbert and Sullivan uh, Company. Um, he made his Broadway debut in 1977, so he's a Broadway actor. So it was interesting that ah. they got him to play the maitre d' in Sardis of Broadway type place i don't know if that was on purpose i don't know if you know he was down the street and they pulled him over yeah um he was on broadway in 1980 so right 79 so right around this time he's been on broadway so it's very possible they 
it, it also is kind of possible. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about it, I think, later in the week. But um, I do have some of the names of some of the people in the in the room. They're not. They don't really have a IMDb, but they might be Broadway people. I have a feeling they right. might have went over to Broadway and been like, "Hey, we need some extras." And- I wonder if, and I know I could be wrong because I mean, my I myself am like a fan of Broadway. Like I love theater and musical theater. I'm like I'm not a huge connoisseur of it by any means. So there could be a lot of people here that I don't recognize. But I wonder if somebody watching this movie who's like a huge Broadway person would have a different experience than you and I in terms of these cameos. You know what I mean? Like, if they're watching this and going, oh, I know who that guy is. I know who that person is. Uh, you know, that guy was in Annie. Yeah. Michael Conley. But you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wonder. I, like, And I also wonder why, if they were going this route, you know, it is, it's Muppets Take Manhattan. They're trying to get on Broadway. Like, how? why didn't they get, like, an Andrew Lloyd Webber? Right. Or, like... You know what I mean? Like, why didn't they go for those people? Or maybe they did. But like, why didn't they get some of those people that might be a little bit more recognizable to like the mainstream audience? Like I that it's just it is an interesting dilemma. I don't know if it was a dilemma, but it's just an interesting question that well, I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why? You know, yeah, I get some of those people that like. No, like people like us who are like, well, I don't know, would would recognize. The only other thing I have to add for this minute is I do want to bring up the fact that he he mentions that his reservation secretary love that <laughs> made him the res. Like he's like, I have no idea who would actually be making me reservations. So let's just say it's my reservation secretary. Yeah, yeah, it's so <laughs> I good. love that little detail. Very funny. Anyway, but, I just wanted to give that a shot. I'm going to throw this uh, in a text to you. I want you to go to this website. Um, this is Sardi's official website. Oh, geez. Um, let me know you got that link. Um, I did. I'm it is. Now. It looks like the website was made on GeoCities in like 1990. Oh no, that's the that is the official website. Yeah. Oh yikes! Like, oh, come on, guys. This is supposed to be a high class restaurant, and. Oh. No, it's really okay, well, bad. They, and they have pictures of their food. The food that's looks like disgusting. The, that's the worst thing you can do. Don't have pictures of the food, and it's really bad photography too. Yeah, oh, it's no. awful. Oh no! And like the reservations, like come on, there. It just seems like that's. I wouldn't trust that. No, I would be like, did you get my reservation, or did it go to some machine like the Lost Tubes that went to nowhere well, in the show Lost? Sorry, that was really <laughs> the reference. Well, I mean, if you notice, uh, the site's not secure either. So. Oh no! There's a Sally Field. Um, caricature and then i think this looks like a the guy from kirby no wait that's michael douglas is it michael wow. douglas yeah yeah i i thought it was the guy from who's always on oh kirby. yeah you can click on it yeah you can click on it hmm. it's really funny there is a you gift shop link, you, you should link to that too because oh, people need to see this this is pretty yeah. amazing yeah oh geez okay uh yeah that's all i got nick that's great uh yeah i think that's all i have too uh so <laughs> Uh, we we spend um, I think if not most all this week in Sardis. So get get comfortable, pull up a chair, um, head over to the gift shop. Uh, you know, look through the menu and see what you want to order because we're here for a long time. So uh, we'll be back. Uh, that that was minute forty forty one forty two. That was minute forty two. We'll be back for minute forty three tomorrow of 
Muppets Minute. <laughs>